is a presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars basketball is on the air. Zero wedding sends out to Hall. Touch pass Nell, open three. He yes. got it right side. The answer from Trevin Nell. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Getting you ready for BYU versus West Virginia. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Today, the BYU Cougars are in the great state of West Virginia to take on the Mountaineers. WVU is the home of the NBA logo, or I, I guess you could say the guy known as the NBA logo, also known as Mountaineer and Laker legend Jerry West. The Mountain State is also home to former Utah Jazz play-by-play announcer and West Virginia basketball wizard Hot Rod Hunley. Hunley and West are immortalized as bronze statues right outside of the Blue Gate at WVU Coliseum. Morgantown is also the home of the upset-minded Mountaineers. West Virginia is only 8-13 and on the season and 3-5 and in the Big 12, but they know how to scare teams at home. West Virginia has won their last three games at the Coliseum, and you could consider each one of those victories an upset. They beat Texas three weeks ago, 76-73, when the Longhorns were ranked number 25. Two weeks ago, they took down the mighty Jayhawks. It's over. The West Virginia University Mountaineers have stunned the number three rated Kansas Jayhawks by a final score of 91-85. to Thanks to Learfield and Mountaineer Sports Properties for the highlight. And then on Wednesday, West Virginia was down 10 points with about six minutes left to go in their game against Cincinnati and came back to beat the Bearcats 69-65. West Virginia center Jesse Edwards returned to the starting lineup to score 25 points and grab 10 rebounds in the Mountaineers' victory. This team is not going to be afraid of BYU coming to Morgantown, and BYU should give them the respect they deserve. The Cougars have had their ups and downs on the road this season. They lost at Baylor after having a double-digit second-half lead, held on to beat UCF in Orlando after leading by double digits in the second half, and then the Cougars lost at Texas Tech after being up by 16 at halftime. Yes, BYU has had a tough time holding on to leads on the road, but at least they have a victory over Texas in the Reemergence of Fuseni Traore. Dallin Hall in the paint, drops it low to Foose. Foose reverse flip off the window. There it is. BYU by 10. Foose by himself, and he hammers it home and got hit across the back. Foose takes Dessou to the key. Foose, jump hook over to Sue. Good! It drops! 4.05 to go. BYU desperate for a make here. Crossing over as Dallin steps back with an eight-second shot clock. They lob it to Foose. Foose backs down on Cunningham. A half double. A turnaround jump hook. Good! By Foose! <laughs> what over a Cunningham! Shot. What a shot indeed! Look at Rodney Terry. Hands on his hips. Like, what can you do? <laughs> Each one of those baskets came in the second half. Foose made six of seven shots and scored 16 points in only 17 minutes of action. That's what I call efficient play. BYU was able to win without being scorching hot from the three-point line, and they were able to hold on to a double-digit lead in the second half. It's got to be nice for this Cougar team to have a victory before a week off and a two-game road trip. I caught up with walk-on Jared McGregor to see how he's helping the team prepare for today's game against the Mountaineers and to find out how big of a deal it was that this team is walking into this game against West Virginia with a victory over Texas instead of a loss to the Longhorns. 
Yeah, it was, it was huge. You know, we, um, we dropped one against Houston at home. Uh, you never want to lose two in a row um, at home. And so it was good to, good to get Texas, um, good to get our, our juju back a little bit and um, head into a bye week with a win. You really don't get a bye week in basketball. You always seem to be playing at least once a week. But this is the, the one bye week that we can have with BYU basketball where they only had one game and then a game a week later. So how have you guys been spending your bye week? Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy schedule when you're playing this many games um, on the road. Um, so it's, it's rare that you get time off. We, uh, we practiced uh, Monday, Tuesday, and took, took Wednesday to get our bodies right. Um, and to to really get ready for um, for this game um, on Friday or on Saturday. What is it that you've been working on coming into this West Virginia game? What has the team been focusing on? It's nice to have a win, but now you're going back on the road. You guys are so far one and two on the road this season. What is it that you've been working on going back on the road again? Hey, you know, obviously we we prep, um, we we watch film, uh, we um, we see what we got to do to prepare to to defend. Uh, West Virginia, um, but also you know we we focus on us. Pope Coach Pope always talks about you know we if we're us we'll we'll be fine and we'll take care of business. So um, you know mixing in you know the West Virginia scout, but also emphasizing what we do as uh, as BYU. What is us right now? Who who is this team? Because we saw lots of three pointers go up in that you know in lots of previous games, and then against Texas, Texas played you guys differently. And you guys played differently, and you saw some good results from that. Who who are you guys right now? Well, we you know we, we shoot the ball obviously, and the really cool thing about this team is we're we're dangerous in every aspect. You know, teams can take away some of our um, strengths, our tendencies, but you know we're we're pretty good at um, you know finding other holes in their in their defense and capitalizing on on those things. What's been your role in getting the team ready for West Virginia this week? Um, well, for, for me, I've been trying to mimic Kirk Creesa, their, their guard shooter, transfer from Arizona, very good player. Um, and you know, as, as a team, as a scout team, we take pride in, you know, knowing their plays, knowing each player's tendencies, um, so that we can, uh, help, help the team prepare best. How much film study do you do of the guy that you're going to mimic? (laughs) Um, I mean, as much as I need to, to know what they do, um, as a team, we watch film on each and every player. And for myself, I watch it on my own time as well. Are, are you sure you didn't say, hey, can I be Raekwon Battle? I mean, he's their ladies' <laughs> career. You're like, you should let me be that guy. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I was able to have Max Aismas last week, the shooter. And so I was able to, to cast up some shots. So, um, you know, Tanner Hayers gets the privilege of being him this week. So, <laughs> When you walked onto the team, what did the coaching staff say to you about what they wanted you to do for this team? Yeah, it, it was interesting. I think um, there was an eight-week get- period where um, I didn't know if I was on the team. And I think during that period of time, they kind of just saw what I could do as a player, but also as a teammate. Um, and just, you know, the, the hard work and the grunt work of a, of a walk-on. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really have expectations coming into it, and I think they knew that, and they saw that as a benefit all around. What were you hoping to give the team then? What, what was it that you like? That, I mean, you can sit there and tell the coaches, this is what I can bring. But when it came down to it, what were you, what were you actually hoping to bring the team and what did you show them? Yeah. Um, you know, I, obviously I, I feel like I 
wasn't done yet developing as a basketball player, and so I, I knew that there were areas in my game. Obviously, coming out of high school, I was a shooter, and so I knew that I could add, add value there. Um, I knew that I could add value off the court as well with, with relationships and friendships and overall camaraderie of the team. When you are in practice, are you that guy that decides to be a little bit more physical? Because you know that these guys are going to face really physical teams. Absolutely, absolutely. We, so it's encouraged then. You're just, yeah. Yes, go up and beat those guys up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's encouraged, and, and we take pride in um, you know prepping them, and you know in every aspect, you know physically, and um, it's fun. The other day, Jackson was like, "Man, I swear, the scout team is, is sometimes harder than the actual opponent." So, you know, it's it's fun to hear things like that, and everything is over exaggerated in practice to to prep them. Who is the guy you hate guarding? in practice and have you received an elbow upside the head for for any of the guarding that you've done with this guy <laughs> um i would i would have to say down hall um that's kind of my matchup in practice um we we kind of you know we talk smack back and forth um never received an elbow so it's it's been it's been clean for the most part in that regard you were a team manager two seasons ago. Last season, you walked onto the team. You're back as a walk-on this year. Why did you decide to come back for another year? I mean, this is this is the dream. This is every kid's dream to be on BYU basketball team and to go on the road and play in these amazing venues in these hostile environments. Um, I mean, that's really ultimately why I came back is to be in the Big 12 and to be part of this great team, these friendships um, with, with the coaches and with my teammates um, it's it's priceless, and so that's that's why I'm back, and that's why I love this team. West Virginia is three and five in conference so far this season, but all three of those wins have come at come at home. What can you tell us about what you've seen of the Mountaineers so far? Yeah, you know they're um, they're a good all around team. They got shooters, they got good bigs. Um, you know, you know their their whole lineup is is solid. Um, Coach Pope, he's he's kind of told us a little bit about. Um, where we're headed into, and we're excited. And um, I don't know, you know, we, we've been in these hostile environments before, and so um, I think we'll be ready. Jared, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If BYU is going to win today, it's going to be without big man Ali Khalifa. We'll talk about that with Mark Durant next in our courtside conversation at WVU Coliseum. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. There's concrete, and let's just build the biggest monstrosity <laughs> of a building. And it looks like the Death Star. It really does. I mean, but it's so cool. I mean, it's just uh, just a cavernous inside, and and uh, I, I, I love it. I, I think it's really fun and cool, and uh, just another cool venue in the Big 12 that I get to experience, Cleon. Little did I know that we would get a Brigadoon reference uh, when talking about... <laughs> Brigadoon and the Death Star yes. in one sentence. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Jedi and lands that we won't be able to see ever again. Anyway, uh, hey, we talked about this before our break. The voice of the Cougars, Gregor Bell, just posted on X that Ali Khalifa won't play tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, and he didn't even make the trip. Uh, Sickness and injury are the culprits. It's not ideal with Mountaineer big man Jesse Edwards playing so well in their last game in which they won. What's a Cougar coach and a team to do? I mean, Fusene Traore is going to start in his place. How different is this team going to be without without uh, Ali in the lineup? Well, first of all, I, I don't know if we can trust that source, that Greg Rebell. He <laughs> thinks, you know, this might be fake news, but I know I am confirming that Ali Khalifa is not here in this building or in this state. Um, and, yeah, and that, you know, it's just an... It, it, at some point, you got to think, 
you go back over your life and think, what did I do? When did the, the evil uh, witch curse me or whatever BYU did? Because um, it, it's just been one thing after another. And whereas West Virginia has had a bunch of injuries and issues themselves getting a full team, they finally have their team together. And you, you'd hope BYU would be able to put their team together for the first time in a long time. Obviously Dawson out for the season, but the chance to, to have everybody else ready and healthy and ready to play. And, and yet again, BYU's going to have to play shorthanded. Now they've they've done some good things shorthanded. They, they got a big win over Iowa State when uh, Trevin Nell wasn't uh, ready to go. They, they had a, uh, a big uh, win over uh, North Carolina State in, in Vegas when Fusini was hurt and Atiki was out of that game. And that's when Ali Khalifa made his really, really his first appearance. He, he had missed three or four games and was. And we didn't know that he'd even be able to play in that game. And he came in and played great, and they got a win there. So this this team has been resilient. Um, they've shown some toughness, but I, I really worry about this West Virginia team because one of the reasons, because of the guy that you just mentioned, Jesse Edwards, who's now playing and is terrific center. Uh, so you want to have all your big guys ready for a guy like that, and you'll be you'll be shorthanded there. Um, and uh, and the fact that West Virginia is very good in this building. I mean, they beat Texas. They who got a nice road win at TCU. Obviously, they're they're good, and, and they beat Kansas here, and they just beat Cincinnati here, which beats BYU. So, notwithstanding their record, and and people seem to think that BYU is going to just kind of win this game. Um, this is going to be super difficult. And the fact that you don't have Ali Khalifa, who's really kind of the, the heart of making that offense function well and the cuts and spreading the floor, uh, that, that's tough. I mean, uh, you're going to have to switch a little bit to what Foose is more uh, adept at. And he's, he looks better than he has really since before the injury all year long. He, he looks really good. I was watching him shoot around today, and he was moving really, really well. So he'll have to have an amazing game. But it's a different style of game with him on the floor, and uh, we'll see how how that translates against the team that's hot here in their own building. And I think Foose, he's kind of picked up on some of the things that Ollie does really well. He's passing it a little bit more, but the offense is going to be uh, different with him on the floor, but it's not like these guys aren't used to it. They've, they've had Foose in the starting lineup before, so... I think that they'll be able to adjust to him again. You know, Mark, we've talked about BYU's second-half woes where the Cougars have had a tough time holding on to double-digit leads after the break. Is that going to be in the back of their mind for the rest of the season, or could that victory over Texas help to expel those demons? Uh, it will be in the back of their minds, especially on the road. There will be no lead that is safe, but it's, a, it's almost a positive in my view. You know, Cleon, even when... When I was playing, when we had a like a 10-point, 15-point lead at halftime, my attitude was to come out in the second half like we were behind by 10 or 15 points. And if you have that mindset, and, and I think the fact that it's happened to BYU could, could go two ways, right? One, it could make you nervous and hesitant, or you could say, no, you, you could say, not this time. You know, this is not going to happen to us, and you really focused, and, and you play like you're behind, and... I think we saw some of that uh, uh, in the Texas game and Iowa State where they didn't let it get away. So th- there are some positive references for them to look at, but it's absolutely going to be in my mind and Greg's mind and your mind and the player's mind. I mean, it's happened too much to not be an issue, and when it's an issue, you talk about it, you work on it, and 
hopefully this is a team that has learned from the past games and can uh, perform better in the future in those types of situations. In that Texas game, BYU showed that they can win by you know, taking what the defense gives them, at least offensively, and, and then maybe not shooting as many threes as, as we expect. But does that give you a little bit more confidence uh, moving forward that you don't have to rely on the three so much there? are other ways that you can win games and part of that was having a healthy Foose out there and and, and him being able to have a a high post and a low post game. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, at BYU and of of course just the the volume of three points is the story, right? You know, that's what everybody looks at, but if you dig a little dip, bit deeper, they do a lot of other things that helps them win games and rebounding, they're they're an excellent defensive team, Um, they're a great assist to turnover team, um, and, and so, and a, and a terrific, a really terrific two-point percentage shooting team. Um, and when you shoot a lot of threes, teams have to be hyper-focused on stopping that. And Texas kind of went all in on, we're not going to let you shoot the three. And so that opened up the floor for penetration, dribble penetration. Foose was terrific when he was in uh, because it's hard to double BYU with the three-point shooting that they have. So... And it's almost impossible when Foose is healthy and confident to stop him one-on-one. So, yeah, you lose uh, Ali Khalifa, but Foose presents a whole bunch of problems. And combine that with the fact that that BYU has been better with the two-point percentage shooting and able to get to the rim. And West Virginia is a team that will foul you and you can get to the line. Uh, I mean, uh, what Foose doesn't want to do is try and be Ali Khalifa. He'll be, be Foose. He'll go post up on the block. Yeah, he has learned some things out on the perimeter and the back door, but, you know, there's only one Ali Khalifa. Don't try and imitate him. <laughs> Just do you, and that's that's plenty good for BYU. And and so, I, yeah, I'm excited about this team. I mean, they're not they're not one uh, a one-dimensional team by any means, um, but obviously if you if you shoot a lot, you better make a percentage of those that's, that's decent or you're going to be in behind the eight ball. Well, Mark, uh, you have a good call today. Make all of your musical and, what, space opera references come true at WVU Coliseum, okay? (laughs) Sounds good. Have a good one, Cleon. All right, you too. That is Mark Durant at WVU Coliseum. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll update you on Houston playing at Kansas and other Big 12 action. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports. The Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the West Virginia Mountaineers. Tip-off is at the top of the hour. Also tipping off at the top of the hour, the BYU Cougars and the West Virginia Mountaineers here at the Marriott Center. The two women's teams are playing at 4 o'clock. We'll keep you updated on that game in the Big 12 right now. Eighth-ranked Kansas hosting fourth-ranked Houston. Kansas has been on fire in this game offensively. Right now they lead Houston 50-35 to with 15-45 left to go in that game. UCF hosting BYU's next opponent, the 23rd-ranked Oklahoma Sooners. Right now the Knights have a 41-32 lead over the Sooners. 17-18 left to go in that game, in games that were played earlier today in the Big 12. Oklahoma State picks up their second Big 12 victory, beating Kansas State at home 75-72. to Texas went on the road, and they scored the upset over 25th-ranked TCU 
77 to 66. Colorado playing at the University of Utah right now. 11:42 left to go in the first half of that game. Right now, the Utes have a slim 15 to 14 advantage. Utah State playing at San Diego State, and the Aggies right now are the 17th ranked team in the nation. They are also down by 12 points, 72 to 60, with 4:03 left to go in that game. Top 25 games going on right now. Um, As I scroll down and try to find some of them, first-ranked UConn, they're going to be, uh, well, they're going to remain probably the number one-ranked team in the nation. They beat St. John's today 77-64. Ninth-ranked Marquette, they go on the road, and they hammer Georgetown 91-57. Also playing right now, Utah Valley hosting Grand Canyon Right now, Grand Canyon has a 54-44 to 44 lead over Utah Valley. Utah Valley, in, the, uh, in this year, they're 9-12 on the season, 4-6 in the WAC so far this season. All right, that is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to the WVU Coliseum for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Bell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Let's take you courtside and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. And for the first time in BYU basketball history, Welcome inside WVU Coliseum in Morgantown, West Virginia. As today, the 22nd-ranked BYU Cougars come off their lone Big 12 midweek bye and open a two-game back east road set at West Virginia. The Mountaineers finally have their full team together, and they're out to make a strong back-half push in conference play. They play today for a sweep of the week, having beaten Cincinnati here some three nights ago. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Rubel. With me is my 27-season broadcast partner, Mr. Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, no easy games in the Big 12, not even in Morgantown. Yes, West Virginia has a losing record overall and in league, but they have a winning record at home, including a 3-1 home mark in conference. They have home wins over Texas and Kansas. They're finally at full strength. And uh, while a ranked BYU losing at West Virginia would actually technically be an upset, I, I echo what, what Houston head coach Kelvin Sampson said the other night on TV. There are no upsets when you're the favored team on the road in the Big 12. Road games in this league are really hard to get. Winning in Morgantown is really hard to do, and BYU has to do it now shorthanded without Ali Khalifa today. Yeah, you and I have both been nervous about this game, but West Virginia has done BYU a favor in that they've already beaten Kansas and Cincinnati and Texas here, so BYU's not going to come in here and, and be taken off guard by what, what, what West Virginia can do. And These kind of teams are super dangerous because they lost a lot of guys from last year. Only 10% of their scoring is back this year. And sometimes it's it's much easier to play this team in November than it is in February because they're starting to really figure things out. You know, they get Jesse Edwards back. He's a terrific big man, and they're healthy, and they're playing together, and they've got some confidence at least in this building. So it's going to be a huge challenge for the Cougars. Of course, uh, you mentioned with Cleon that Ali Khalifa's not playing, so that's a gut punch for you. But this will be a, a real, real challenge. Those are the words of Mark Durant, the words of Mark Pope coming up right after this as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as we return to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Here's Greg Rubel. All right, 15 and 5, BYU 3 and 4 in the Big 12, visiting 8 and 13 West Virginia. Mountaineers are 3 and 5 in league. These two teams meeting for the third time all time, but the first time since 1973 in Portland. Last time these teams played, it was in Morgantown, was 1947 before this building was even built. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. Our conversation presented by Zions Bank for 150 years. Zions Bank has been serving the communities where you live, work, and play for financial experience you can count on for the next 150 years. Zions Bank is for you. And today, Coach Pope talks about a West Virginia team that has a lot of potential to make a February move now that the team is finally fully loaded. They're playing great basketball right now. You know, we saw talked about last two, two and a half weeks, they beat Texas and Kansas and Cincinnati on this floor. And they're great at home. You know, it's a team that crushed it in the portal uh, last spring and then had all kinds of chaos, and they're back. It's kind of like how we felt going to the Texas game where Texas had a bunch of injuries. They'd got everyone back. They were coming off two huge wins against Baylor and somebody, Oklahoma. and they had finally kind of as a preseason top team, they had finally found themselves again. This is very much how West Virginia feels right now. How do they look with the addition of Edwards inside? Well, first of all, they're just massive. Like, he's so big. You know, you think about it, last game he had four blocks, 25 and 10 and four, right? Um, he's, he's, he's so big and so long. He's really, really skilled and capable on the, around the rim. Uh, he, he, you know, he can block shots off of the ball just because of his length. Um, and he, he is just a massive issue inside. They've had a tough time putting it together this year, but they're a team of pieces that individually are pretty impressive. Yeah, and at home, and it's interesting. You know, they, yeah, they are, they are a home team. They've struggled at, on the road, but they've been incredible at home. Yeah. I mean, they, they've really been remarkable. And so... Um, uh, and, and they just, you know, they had a bunch of new pieces that they hadn't had. You know, Kerr had to sit out the first nine games. Jesse Edwards kind of played the first nine and then sat out the next ten. And so this is the first time where they've had all their guys. They're, they're, this is a good team, and they're going to be a, they're going to be an issue in this league. They will continue to be an issue in this league. You'd like to have all your guys. That won't be the case. Your last road game you played at Texas Tech, you, you, you didn't have Noah that night, and you're going to be down Ali Khalifa tonight. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, it's. Unfortunately, it's life for us this year so far. At some point, we're going to have a healthy team, but uh, you know we're going to come in and play great tonight. And I expect these guys to put put together a great performance. What's the situation with Ali right now? Um, he just uh, he didn't make the trip. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're we're wondering. You know, we're kind of like keeping our fingers crossed that maybe he can we can get him on a flight and and make it to Oklahoma. But we'll see. So it's illness, not injury. Is that right? It's a little bit of both. Yeah. And so uh, with this environment I don't know I don't know what to expect quite yet tonight but I do know that we're in an amazing venue this building is pretty cool yeah I mean, come on. It's, a, it's a house of Jerry West right hot rod Hunley and uh, it's a uh, rod thorn right you think about those names not just the impact they had at West Virginia but the impact they've had on the game of basketball at the NBA level too right um, and it's, it's an incredible venue with a, with a terrific fan base and a, and a really awesome building and um, on the road against West Virginia, man, uh, it's, it's one of the very special things about being in this Big 12, and it's one of the huge challenges. And we're going to definitely be challenged tonight. All right, look forward to a great night tonight. Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Rick. 
All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for today's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball, built Ford proud. Mark Duran, what are your keys for BYU and WVU? One of the keys to success in any road game is you're not going to shoot as well, so you've really got to hit the boards hard. And I, I have second-chance points that BYU needs to double up West Virginia in second-chance points. And then the other thing is BYU struggled with free throws and the disparity. They have to be within 10 field free throw attempts of West Virginia in this game, or it could be a very tough night for them. In West Virginia's wins, they're attempting around 31 free throws a game. In their losses, they're attempting only 17 free throws per game. So Mark IDs a great key at the free throw line. As we go to break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. After this, from West Virginia's WVU Coliseum in Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. Also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital courtside seats. Alongside Mark Durant, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside WVU Coliseum in Morgantown. This 14,000-seat, 54-year-old venue today hosting the BYU Cougars. It's BYU's first ever visit to this building. And, Mark, it's quite a building, isn't it? Yeah, this is uh, is unique. I, I don't. We've done this a long time, and there's no other building I've been in like this one. This massive concrete span. And it's uh, just, ca- I used the word cavernous in a tweet. I think it's uh, pretty appropriate. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, your commentary duo today. Our studio host is Cleon Wall. Coordinating producer, Terry South. Coordinating control board operators are Kaylee Radford and Soraya Ritchie. And our studio editor is Maya Tippett's. Our BYU radio engineer crew, led by Barry Squires. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, in the Big 12... All 14 teams get one midweek bye, while every team plays on every Saturday throughout the 10-week conference slate. So every Saturday is a game day for everyone. But for BYU, this bye was this past week, no, no weekday game. And, Mark, perhaps no team needed the rest more than BYU. It's been a banged-up team, and they've been dealing with illness too. And, yeah, it was a good rest, but wasn't good enough to get the whole team here. We already know that uh, Ali Khalif is going to miss the game. And, yeah, we hope at some point BYU gets the entire team together and gets on some kind of a little roll here in February as they approach March, March Madness. Greg, I have this, this dream that one day BYU will have a healthy team and that they'll get on a winning streak in this conference and get a NCAA tournament bid and, and be in Salt Lake City at a high seed. Is, is, that, is that too much of a dream to ask for, Greg? I, I think this team has it in them. I mean, they've played great this year. They really have played great. And that's why it's hard to see them kind of take one hit after another on the injury front. Now, with that said, they've been very resilient and have, have some really nice wins. But I just would like to see this team at their full potential, full health, and see what they can do uh, with a little more friendly schedule in February and then a chance to do some cool things in March. And we should note that BYU's been dealing with these kind of hits all year, and for the most part, that they really do well in, in kind of taking the blow and, and carrying on. And 
you know, they, they won a game when on a day when they found out they wouldn't have Trevin Nell and, and Fuseni Traore. Uh, they took a big lead against Texas Tech without Noah Waterman. Didn't win that game, but they showed they could respond shorthanded. So they've done it multiple times this year. They have to just do it again today. Well, coming up after our break, we'll hear from the other side. West Virginia head coach Josh Eilert will be my guest as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from WVU Coliseum in Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar fans, it's time to... I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU Food To Go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU Food To Go. Cougar fans, it's time to gear up and get ready for BYU Sports. The excitement is back and bigger than ever. We're taking on the Big 12. Are you geared up and ready to cheer them on? The BYU Store is the number one source for all of your quality, authentic BYU gear. Get your official Big 12 merch, game day tee, and the latest Nike sideline clothing, just like the BYU players and coaches wear. Shop the campus store, the stadium store, or online at BYUstore.com for the widest selection of BYU clothing and accessories. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Hi, BYU fans. We're Breeze Airways, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics, your newest and nicest airline, now offering flights from Provo Airport to San Francisco, San Bernardino, Orange County, Phoenix, or Hartford, in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. Breeze can save you some serious time and money, so you can go, see, and do more than ever before. Oh, and we never charge change or cancellation fees. That's pretty nice, huh? The Breeze app or flybreeze.com have all the options to book a trip. Breeze Airways, seriously nice. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. This year on In Good Faith has taught me more than ever. Steve Perry, host of In Good Faith. Something that I've come to believe is really important. God has created so many people. The clues of who God is show up in the people he has created. And as I reach out and learn, I'm learning about them. I'm learning about me. I'm learning about who God is by collecting the clues to the puzzle that he has dispersed across the world. Open your mind and heart with In Good Faith wherever you get your podcast. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, getting you set for BYU and West Virginia. BYU opened Big 12 play with two losses, then two wins, then two more losses. Now, tonight, BYU plays for another two-game win streak and a 4-4 four and four record in league play. In its way is West Virginia, a team rocked by an off-season coaching change and a roster exodus. And interim head coach Josh Eilert had to deal with that with, uh, and then had transfer delays and injuries throughout non-conference play. Then the midseason additions got eligible. Now Syracuse transfer big man Jesse Edwards is back from a broken wrist. He had a double-double, 25-10 and 10 against Cincinnati on Wednesday. Just got honored here for 1,000 points in his career, yep. so he's, he's a handful. It was in that game that he went over 1K. This is the team that Josh Eilert hoped to have, and the team he hopes can still make a run to the postseason. A short time ago, I spoke with West Virginia head coach Josh Eilert about the optimistic outlook in Morgantown with BYU coming to town. 
Yeah, we're still building that chemistry. You know, we, this is the team we thought we'd have from day one, but uh, it just so happens uh, we're trying to integrate everybody together and build that chemistry on, on game 21 and 22 and in the middle of the hardest league in the country. So uh, that's the challenge for us, trying to trying to have that continuity and that synergy, you know, and, and trying to win games. You know, we've been pretty successful at home, but on the road it's been a challenge. And, and certainly uh, that's been a challenge for a lot of people in this endless league going on the road because it is such a challenging league. It was unique timing, too, at around the same time you were bringing Raekwon and, and Noah and Kerr in. That's right when Jesse Edwards went down, and now you get him back. And first game back, he kind of eased him in, and he looked like himself in game two. Yeah, game one, you can see he was really hesitant and, and trying to protect that wrist, and he wasn't the aggressive Jesse Edwards that we need him to be. And, and I think he got some he got some great news and some really good uh, x-rays on that Monday. And so I think that helped with his confidence, and it helped with his confidence, and he knew there's nothing, you know, he's going to have to play through a little pain, but it is what it is. And, and uh, there was nothing to be, you know, nothing to be worried about in terms of his long-term health so he was good to go and he was he was great and, uh, against Cincinnati on Wednesday and hopefully we can keep on building on that if you look at league plays maybe front half back half you must feel like in the back half you can make a move here yeah I mean it just all depends on when the, you know some teams start uh, clicking at the end of the season too you never know uh, when you're going to catch a team you know so uh, certainly we're more of a formidable uh, team here in the, in the second half of the, the Big 12 when we got everybody together, but who knows, you know, if everybody's going to be clicking all cylinders, you know, late, and it, it's all timing in, in life, and it's timing in college basketball as well. Thoughts on BYU coming in today? Uh, I'm scared. I mean, you sit, sit there and look at all these shooters. I mean, everybody, you look down the box scores, and and uh, there isn't a, a guy on the floor that can't make shots, and, and, and that's very concerning. You know, they, they play... They play unique compared to everybody else in the league. You don't you don't see this approach much uh, in the Big 12, and I've been around the Big 12 since you know I grew up in the league. You know I was I watched the Big Eight and as a, as a Kansas boy, so uh, you haven't seen this approach much, and that's probably why they're so successful. And so they're a hard guard, and, and somebody uh, some something we got to really. Uh, be careful on all those cuts and 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 Khalifa the way he passes it is, is pretty impressive as a first-time visitor to the Coliseum I think it's an amazing venue what do visitors maybe first-time visitors get when they come in this building I think you're gonna feel the energy uh, for sure you know the Saturday energy is a lot different than the midweek energy you know we we, we have a lot of fans that travel in from uh, you know quite two three hours away so our Saturday attendance is a lot better and, and uh, I think you're going to see, you know, like you said, it's unique. It's it's way different than a lot of arenas across the country, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're happy to be home. Coach, thank you for the time. Pleasure chatting with you, and we'll see you down the line. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, that's West Virginia head coach Josh Eilert. BYU fans, if you've had any cars on the injured reserve list, Doug Smith-Kia has some promising new prospects on their lot in American Fork. To see the full scouting report, go to DougSmithKia.com. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues after this, live from Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside at WVU Coliseum in Morgantown. We're getting you ready for a top-of-the-hour tip between number 22, BYU, and West Virginia. The Cougars uh, needing a win to extend their AP Top 25 poll streak to 11 weeks. They'd be out with a loss, you would have to presume, even though the Big 12 is a very tough league. It's uh, tough to be around 22 and lose on the weekend and uh, keep your poll spot. Well, BYU comes into today's game penciled into everyone's NCAA tournament bracket, and history says BYU is in. 
No team in the Ken Palm Top 10 at the start of February has missed the dance ever since Ken Palm began tracking it back in 1996-97. So that number says BYU's in, but every win is precious. Every road win even more valuable. This is a huge two-game swing for BYU Mark with games at WVU tonight than Oklahoma next Tuesday. Yeah, those uh, stats that start with no team as ever always make me super nervous. It should give me great comfort, but it just makes me more nervous that BYU would be the first team to do that. But, no, no, I think this team is... It's got a lot going for it, and they play hard, and uh, th- this is a big one. I think you talk about these next two games, I think definitely you got to get one of them. I mean, you're, you're playing teams that are at the bottom of the conference on the road. you got to get one of those, and and it does the, the schedule does lighten up a, a bit. There's no light schedules in the Big 12, but it's doable for BYU. They just now have to go and do it. Final words before tip-off coming up right after this. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Here's Greg Rubel. All right, just a couple of minutes ahead of tip-off here in Morgantown. So maybe a chance to quickly identify Noah Waterman as a really important player on this BYU basketball team. Last three games, he's averaging over 17 points a game. And without Ali Khalifa, you're down a big body. Noah may need to take on an even greater role today here at West Virginia. You know, a bunch of guys will have to. Obviously, Foos will have to. Noah has been terrific. Noah, what a great year. Early in the season was terrific. Had a little bit of a bumpy road there for a bit, but has been playing his best basketball these last few games. So he and Foose and everyone needs to fill in for Ali Khalifa. All right, Foose is back in the starting lineup for the first time in more than two months. We'll get you the rest of the BYU starting lineup and West Virginia's opening group right after this. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. Live from Morgantown on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.